With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Kia very good morning everyone. Welcome in to Trot's Talk. Yes, brought to you by HRNZ. Go to hrnz.co.nz for everything you need to know about the great sport of harness racing. It's a great day today, dual harness racing. We have uh, Hara's Day uh, off the back of a pretty successful meeting there on Friday and we have the Waikawaiti Trotting Clubs meeting out of uh, Oamaru. We'll focus in on the Oamaru meeting, catch up with the likes uh, of their president Richard Taylor. We'll uh, talk to Brent White who has a three-pronged attack on the cup today. John Morrison has multiple chances and it's also a good race day on Tuesday, Waitangi Day. The Amberley Trotting Club will talk to Ross Rennie a bit later. David Branch will drop in, give us some news on the Night of Champions, in particular the Race by Grins and uh, the Tab Trot, of course. And later on we'll hear about Team Teal and how you get tickets to the awards. Before we get to all of that, though, we'll talk to Matthew Williamson, who has a big team in today. This is what happened last night in the AG Hunter Cup. Leap to fame. He's in full flight coming around the home turn. He edges clear from catch away. Don't start dreaming and starting to run on strongly. Leap to fame's got a healthy lead. The Kiwi runs on well. Don't stop dreaming. But it's Leap to fame clear. The Queensland star. He takes another great leap towards the great stage. And he takes the Hunter Cup in style. It's all black and white. He is a special horse. Wins two metres. Don't stop dreaming. Yeah, brilliant performance by Leap to fame. Uh, very very reminiscent of his Inter-Dominion victory and, of course, his win at the big Constellations uh, meeting the Blacks of Fake where he worked his way to the lead and dominated in the end. Very good run from Don't Stop Dreaming, though. He had to come three, then four wide and took ground off the super pacer Leap to Fame who has now won a couple of million dollars. Looks like he'll go to the Miracle Mile and then hoping there'll be announcement around the race by Grins. So that was the pacing feature. The trotting feature was an outstanding contest. The Great Southern Star, where they have the heats, which were won by Call Me the Breeze by Trixton. Yabby Dam Farms uh, purchased them out of Europe. And Just Believe, which everyone expected to win the other heat. But Call Me the Breeze beat Just Believe in the Great Southern Star final. It's worth a look. Go to harness.org.au and watch race number eight because Call Me the Breeze, Nathan Jack, and Anton Galino. Just got the better of Just Believe, who was so brave after drawing the outside of the front row. So some terrific racing there from Melton last night. Matty Williamson's kindly joined us uh, on the phone. He would have been asleep while that was on, but, gee, there was some uh, some outstanding horse flesh on site last night at Victoria. Matthew, as I say, a very good morning to you. Yeah, no, it was really good racing last night, and obviously uh, Don't Stop Dreaming went sensational, and, uh, yeah, the Southern Star was a great race, so, yeah, it was good, good to see. Yeah, we hope to see a few of them over here for the big Cambridge meeting on the 12th of April. You're heading to your local track, though, Matthew. Oh, just looking through the numbers you've got here, have you left any at home? Uh, yeah, no, we uh, had it, ran a couple down south earlier this week, but uh, it was, uh, the rest of the race team are, are in uh, today. So, you know, on your on your local track, uh, restricts travel, and uh, a lot of the owners are locals. So, uh, yeah, we uh, try to run as many as we can locally. 
Yeah, well, you certainly are doing that, you and uh, Charlotte. Let's get through some of your chances. Your drive for Neil Edge and Nairi Buck in, in race number two, Hailstone. She looks close to a win. Yeah, definitely. Um, got good manners. So, uh, yeah, and probably not an overly strong field. So, yeah, looks looks a great place chance and a, and a win chance also. All right, is maybe the gold in a similar position in race number three? Yeah, definitely. Um, looks the right race for him. Uh, not very, not very strong, and uh, he, he uh, is, is learning as, and, and not actually the worst horse. So um, yeah, he's got a wee bit of speed. So hopefully he can just get covered up. And yeah, he's definitely a place chance at least. All right, the mayor Terra Sancta has shown us enough in three starts to date to say there's a maiden win there at least. Yeah, definitely. Um, she's been going well, and uh, probably a drop back from her last start. So uh, providing uh, you know she's worked on the grass and worked well, so. I don't think it'll be an issue, so I'd like to think she'd be pretty hard to beat. Matthew, you have a three-pronged attack, training-wise. Obviously, you can't drive all three. I know you think you're pretty talented, but that's an impossibility. Uh, your driver's Granny Rose uh, of the three, winning Bones and uh, Dem Bones. Dem Bones. Is Granny Rose, therefore, the best chance? No, he, he's uh, probably the worst man of the three, so that's that's why I uh, generally drive him. But he, he's been going good races and, and is probably more a place chance. Uh, winning Bones would be the one I'd lean to as the best winning chance uh, on, on his best form. He'd, he'd be really hard to beat, and he's uh, he's actually going quite well at the moment. And Den Bones, if she got a trip, um, she'll need a trip, but if she got a trip, um, she wouldn't be the worst either. Maddie, winning Bones' record on the grass only placed a couple from 13, even though... Uh, he's won seven races. Is there any reason for that? Does he does he not mind the grass? What's what's your thoughts there? Yeah, I'm I'm hoping he doesn't. Uh, you know that it isn't that he just can't go on it. Um, he has got a poor record on the grass. Uh, been working him on it, and he's been working uh, good. So yeah, it, it's one of those ones. If, he, if it was on the grit, the 2000 meter stand, I'd say um, you know it'd be a, a great win bet. But uh, yeah, just which version turns up being grass, um, you know, I still, I, you know, the form he's in, I think he's still a good each-way chance. I'll, I'll be disappointed he doesn't run in the money. All right. Uh, race number six, Flying Bird. Uh, Brooke Fody, who's new to the driving ranks. Um, what sort of chance uh, it in what looks to be, yeah, a pretty even sort of a field? Yeah, uh, yeah, small field will probably suit her. It's just uh, what form she's in. I'm just not sure if she's on the way out or uh, whether it was just the just the track last start. I think um, the horse we had going prior into uh, prior into Riverton would have been a big hope in this race. So it just depends which version of her turns up. She's going for a spell after this run either way. But uh, yeah, if, if it was just the Riverton track she didn't cop the other day, then um, yeah, she'll probably surprise a few and go pretty well because I do think she's up to these horses. All right, Justin Fun's a $30 chance in race number seven. What about Lord Fantasy? It's shown us plenty in a short career to date. Goes round in race number eight. Yeah, he's he's a nice horse. Uh, just the draw is obviously the setback with him, but uh, probably on class there wouldn't be anything um, there that you'd be scared of. He's uh, yeah, he's a pretty nice horse. So it'll just come down to what sort of trip he can get from out there. But uh, if he gets any luck, you'd you know you'd like to think he's very hard to beat. Grouse horse Cody Banner gave you a massive thrill on Cup Day, as did uh, Ricky Allen. Can the same happen in race number nine? Yeah, well, Ricky's been uh, bringing him into the track, and I know he's very happy with how he's been working, and the 3,000 metres will obviously suit um, him. So, yeah, I, I think he'll uh, represent some value there today. He, he uh, You know, if it can be run genuinely, uh, he sees out, you know, a staying race better than most. 
Right, deceptively, he's a cool horse. Always liked him. No, that's not going to be easy today, but he'll be competitive. Yeah, definitely. I'd say probably outside got you covered. Uh, he'd, 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 he'd be as good as any of the rest of them. So um, just comes yeah, down to what sort of trip he gets. But yeah, got you covered. Obviously looks the obvious one, but uh, he looks a good place chance. All right, Fourth Amendment, the one at Nelson. Blenheim runs were okay. And you have a good association with Brad Mowbray. Yeah, just the draw uh, probably hurts him a bit. And uh, most of those good runs he did were from stand start. So he, he does prefer them. But uh, yeah, if he happens to get a, a, you know, a wee bit of luck, he, he is actually going well enough. But you'll need a wee bit of luck just back to the mobile on a bad draw. All right, you've got a couple training-wise in the last and you're not having a steer. What sort of watcher are you as you have Shandon Bells? Uh, and, of course, Jordan Ann in. Are you a good watcher of your own horses? Uh, yeah, no, pretty good watcher, yeah. Um, those horses are, are pretty good manners, and, uh, uh, you know, they'll just need a wee bit of luck, so it won't be uh, too tough to watch. So, um, uh, yeah, uh, Jordan Ann, she, she went a good race the other day. She's just come back to the right grade. Just a wee bit tricky for Brooke to get a spot early drawing out so wide, but, uh, yeah, I might think she's at least a place chance if she gets any luck. And Shannon Bells, she just needs a wee covered run. So hopefully the boss can do that. And, yeah, she's obviously in good form, even though she's probably up in greater wee, but she, she is going well. If she doesn't, will you tell her? <laughs> no. No, no. you'd be a braver man than me. <laughs> good answer, Matthew. You'd be, a braver, you'd be a braver man than me if you tell her. <laughs> yeah, good, good, good answer, Matthew. <laughs> very, very good, Matthew. All right, well, what's the best chance there today? Uh, Tira Sanctum would be the best of best of ours, I think. All right. Good on you, mate. All the very best and uh, enjoy the day spinning around there. I know how much you love winning races on your home track. No, good as gold. Thanks, Fred. All right. It's uh, Matthew Williamson, president of the Waikawaiti Trotting Club. Is a man well-known around these lands. Uh, his name particularly in this town where I am. Uh, Richard Taylor joins us uh, on the phone. Uh, very good morning to you, uh, Sir Richard. Yeah, good morning, Greg. Excellent to have you on the show. Uh, saw you recently starring on Seven Sharp or some other program that's quite probably more important than ours. Um, Fifty years since you spun around QE2. Yeah, it's a bit of a, a bit scary, Greg. But um, I never thought all those years ago that I'd still be around. I've had a, I've had a couple of chances of getting out of here, but um, I still <laughs> stick around. But yeah, nice, nice memory. And I say, QE2 is like me. It's about that bucket. Um, Dick Taylor drive at the bucket, so uh, I'm the only person left, I think. Um, everything, else fallen, everything else has fallen apart. So, yeah, well, you're still involved in this great in this great sport, mate, and I know how much you love harness racing. It's been a big part of your life, hasn't it? Yeah, very much so. Um, I saw an old running mate and, uh, at a reunion to Dunedin as Bruce Hunter played for the All Blacks in 71 and won various uh, New Zealand 800-metre titles. And um, and Bruce was mad on harness race when I was flatting with him at the House of Sin in Dunedin years ago. And um, <laughs> so Bruce got me involved. We used to go to Forbury. Um, and so that, that was my introduction to, to harness racing, going and having a few nights at Forbury. So um, so Bruce, you know, not only a good athlete, he was mad on the horses too. So And the harness horses are the ones I end up loving the most. I met some great people on the journey within harness racing, which has been very special. And being probably one of the biggest name droppers in New Zealand, even people I don't know in harness racing, I tell people I know them. So uh, to me, that's very important too.
Yes, I've been party to some of those name droppings and we best leave the House of Sin for another show for another day. Concentrate on the Waikawaiti uh, feature meeting, a club that's very dear to your heart. Gee, you've got some nice horses going there today, particularly in the Tamuka Transport Waikawaiti Paces Cup. Uh, got you covered to last start winner. Homebush Lad, such an accomplished grass track performer. A uh, couple of other runners for Brenton, Tim White, Commander Ben and Lone Wolf, deceptively. We just spoke to Matthew Williamson. He's guaranteed to win a race at his local track, I would think. So um, you must be delighted with not only the Pacers uh, field, but uh, obviously the trot as well. Yeah, I think it's good, Greg, because nowadays, you know, the harness racing industry, things are not great. There's not the horses around they used to be and things like that. And we're only a wee club that we're battling along and we want to survive a bit longer. We want to look after the owners and trainers and, and the general public. Um, and people don't go to the, these sort of meetings like they used to. Um, but we're trying to do things to get people there. Uh, but, yeah, but really, really, the committee, we really appreciate the support. We've had people putting the horses in today. And that'll create a lot of interest, not only in New Zealand, but in Australia as well. So some good form there. So really appreciate the support we're getting from, from everyone today. Yeah, well, you've got 12 races, uh, Richard, so that tells me that uh, people want to be there and you've got form stacked throughout uh, the day. Um, you'll, you'll have uh, some some, no, some locals turn up, but there's, there's plenty from uh, where I am in Canterbury as well. So, um, yeah, look at, looking forward to uh, the action this afternoon. Have, have you got a sneaky? I know you don't mind having a dollar each way. Oh, I don't mind. I'll, I'll wait. Some maybe some lying person on course will give me some information. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll, I'll rely on that. But uh, yeah, I'm just doubtful whether I'll get up today because I've had COVID. I got COVID after it all happened the other week, and um, I'm going to test myself shortly. So hopefully, I've got the thumbs up, and I'll maybe might have to wear a mask head to Omaru. So I'm looking forward to the day. Yeah, for sure. Hey, you've had uh, good success with the Woodlands Partnership. Um, have you got anything going at the moment, Richard? No, I'm not sure because um, Lisa Beach was uh, ran the other day and she's sort of getting the end of her career. Um, yep. But the Woodland Stud, I've enjoyed, you know, I helped them get those people involved. And the Woodland Stud have been good to me and all the other the guys and, and, and girls have been involved. And that probably you know, the great sporting journeys I've had, being involved with Woodland Stud uh, and maintaining my interest in harness racing has been very, very special to me. Something that I, you know, I'll treasure the rest of my life. So we're hoping yep. some others come along or what will happen or whether, what they'll do. Because syndicate's been going a wee while and it's been a good syndicate, so a lot of fun. But my, my love of harness racing is still there, Greg, and I, I enjoy it. So yep. hopefully it all goes well today. Yeah, the, the headline act, of course, Speeding Spur went okay. Yeah, he wasn't a bad horse. Um, yeah, <laughs> okay. He, 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 Greg, he gave me the most fun I've ever had with my clothes on. Um, yeah. <laughs> so he, he was a lovely trotter and winning the road cup that was special because you talk to people who own trotters their dream is to win a road cup um so running a road cup was very special um so yeah he was, he was a, a beautiful horse and hopefully you can breed some some more nice horses for other people to enjoy some of that family and carry on with trot, good trotters Good on you, Richard. Hey, really appreciate you coming on. Good luck with that test. I hope that comes through uh, in, a, in a positive manner, not, not yep. the other positives. And uh, wish no. you and the Waikawaiti Club all the best today. Uh, I'm sure it's going to be a cracking day down there, mate. I appreciate that, Greg. All right, there's uh, Richard Taylor. Yes, he has been known as Dick Taylor for quite some time, probably 
since he won that race. Uh, however, it is Richard Taylor, and I've always called him Richard, and uh, he's just a champion bloke, and uh, yeah, great to see him still involved in our sport. All right, short break for us. On the other side, it will be the Southern Man segment. I think we might have John Morrison on the line. Very good morning to you, Johnny. How we going? All right? All good? Excellent, thank you. Excellent. Uh, the grass track there at Awamaru today. What are the intricacies? What do you need to know about steering your charges around there? Um, well, she's an interesting track, um, particularly over 2,000 metres. Sometimes if you're not handy, it's not too easy. But, um, yeah, sort of up the hill, if they're not going much, you can do a wee bit of work, but not too much. And then down the hill, she's all on. So if you're back a bit, I think the stick to the rail, and usually you get a bit of a run through. But, yeah, it's not the easiest track over a short trip. All right, couple early on for Ben Waldron, Moa Mojito and Major Power, who's on debut. Yeah, um, the trotter and oh, Mojito's probably got quite a bit of ability. Um, as, soon as, as soon as it trots, it'll get money. Um, yeah, it's, it's sort of there. It's very close. And if it could just trot all the way, I think it's definitely a show anyway. And the uh, maiden, right. um, I've driven, driven it once at the trials, and it went not too bad, but it's fresh up, so we'll just have to see. Ultimate Council in race number seven got that deserved victory last time. That was at Reefton. I don't reckon this horse, uh, it won't matter the step up and grade, if you like, because he'd gone so many good races prior to that. Um, are you thinking the same? Yeah, like, um, whether it's today or not, you know, like, he might just need a run or two to get into that grade. But the way he begins, I think it'll actually probably benefit him more because they'll probably go a bit harder in the next grade up. And he sort of seems to lack a yard of speed. So I think if they go on a bit, like, in the next grade, he should should handle it quite well. So um, he's no superstar, but he's a lovely, honest little horse. And great for Nigel and his owners because they're um, just doing it as a part-time thing and they've got a real nice wee horse. Yep, they certainly have that. Gee, your record on Jimmy Carter's a good one. No wonder Phil wants to keep putting you on. <laughs> I keep telling everyone that he puts me on when he's ready. So, uh, <laughs> he, um, yeah, he, he uh, seems, you know, like Phil's done a super job with him because um, probably 18 months ago he was just probably whacking around in a grade that, you know, was a bit hard and he's just seemed to got better and better and he's got his confidence right up. So, yeah, 30 metres might be a tough ask, but... If he could begin good and get on the back of them, but um, yeah, I think a couple up here like Cody Banner and um, Maui, and that could be hard to beat. But hopefully, I can just have the last say. He's won two hundred and twenty thousand now in sixteen races, of which I think you've got one about four on him. So you're right; he's done uh, he's done a magnificent job. Has uh, Philip with that one? Asian Elvis in race number eleven, five time winner on the grass. About an eight dollar chance today for David Mitchell. Yeah, I was happy with his run at Meth and he um, hit the line quite well and he just come to the end of it the last 100. But I think the shorter trip and, yeah, he's got sort of a handy drawer. I think he wouldn't be too far away. She probably think he's probably one of the better chances of the day, really. Nublia Chamay in the last, uh, racing really well. Yeah, been going very well. Um, form sort of really improved and um, two runs down south when I drove it good and then I think it went quite good the other day, so... Yeah, no, it's um, thereabouts. If it could just trot again, and which it usually does, and um, yeah, same thing. If the pace is on, it'll be, it'll be right in it. All right, you move uh, to Rangiora for the Waitangi Day meeting on Tuesday. A couple I wanted to ask you about Jimmy Ray in an earlier race, race number three, I think it was. Yeah, he's um, really improved off his Central Otago trip. I think the trip's really sort of made him into a man rather than a boy now. So um, he's really 
sort of improved off that. So I'd expect them to be there uh, thereabouts anyway. All right. Well, who's the best out of the, this next trio? Good time, Betty, on report and take after me. Jeez, they're an even bunch. Um, probably all going quite good, but the way on report's been beginning and going, you know, getting away so well, um, yeah, I think she, that uh, he wouldn't be a bad chance. But um, good time, Betty's just come up with the nine draw, so um, she's definitely going to win a maiden pretty easily at some stage. She's just had that many placings, so but she's going good and. Um, yeah, take after me. He's just an honest old horse. He'll just do his old thing, and um, hopefully we get a dollar with him. All right, what about Franco Marek in the cup? Yeah, he um, probably just flattened off a wee bit on the last day at um, Reefton. Just, um, as he had a win on the coast, and his first day run was good, so whether the three days might have just been a bit hard on, the, on him. But, um, yeah, Greg said he's very happy with him, and he's really improved. A bit like Jimmy Ray, I think the trip's really made him into a bit of a man now, so... Um, He's really, yeah, he's very happy with his work, so hopefully um, he just sort of gets away and goes a good race, and I'd expect him to sort of have a good sort of late summer. Yeah, you've got a few other good drives, the likes of Barnstormer, Tiger Taylor, they're always around about it, and Sonny Louie can trot a bit too, so good day it looks for you on the Tuesday. Johnny, what's the best today in particular for you? Yeah, well, they're even bunch, but um, probably just with where they've slotted into it, I'd probably say Asian Elvis, just with the draw and shorter trip. I reckon he, if he got a really handy run, I think he could be right there. So there's right, good good's... chances, but um, just got a couple of things against them. So, but yeah, yep. I like him. Well, that, that's a terrific each way uh, price around Asian Elvis does take its place in race number eleven, and uh, it is eights and two dollars and seventy cents. Appreciate your time as always, Johnny. Go well. Be good, thanks, guys, and uh, happy punting out there. Cheers. All right, that is uh, John Morrison making his way to the Awamaru track. Just can't get hold of Brent White at the moment. Hara race today, the uh, Stratford and Hara Cup meetings, of course, and uh, the Cup today, the Alabar Hara Cup for twenty thousand dollars. As Friday's Cup winner, Smoke on the Water goes back to the twenty meters for this one. What did he start off the other day? Smoke on the water. Uh, he was pretty good, wasn't he? He was absolutely outstanding, actually. Uh, won by a nice margin, and uh, he's been in good form, running second in the Reefton Cup prior to that. So be pretty hard to beat, you would think. Let's have a quick look at the market for uh, the Hara Cup today. And uh, he is... At three twenty, a dollar fifty-five. Matty White takes the drive again. Fernley Cash at $6.00. Uh, second the other day, so uh, looks the hardest to beat. But smoke on the water at 320 and 155 is the favourite for the cup again. No Brent White, Commander Ben Lone Wolf got you covered, who's a $2 chance in the Waikowati Cup today. The stable also having Sassy Star and Franco Messi both at double figure odds. Short break for us here on Trot's Talk, brought to you by HRNZ. If you missed the earlier part of the show, Leap to Fame, beat Don't Stop Dreaming in the AG Hunter Cup. And in the feature trot, we're confirmation this week. We will talk to um, Dave Branch about that very shortly, that Just Believe has been secured by the Cambridge Club as uh, their charge uh, in the new tab trot. Got beaten by Call Me the Breeze, son of Trixton, Nathan Jack and Anton Galeno.
We'll take a break, come back the other side, talk to Ross Rennie about Tuesday, which is the Amberley Trotting Club's uh, Cup Day meeting on Waitangi Day, and then we'll talk to David Branch. Welcome back in to Trot's Talk, uh, dual grass track race meetings today, of course, Hara and Awamaru, but we go Tuesday to the traditional Waitangi Day meeting for the Amberley Trotting Club out there at Rangiora, also on the grass. Their president's Ross Rennie. He's a regular on the show at this time of the year. Very good morning to you, Ross. G'day, Greg. How you going? I'm excellent, thank you. You'll be excited because uh, 12 races, big full field for the Cup, Plenty of ticks for your club going into Tuesday, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. Um, really pleased with the way things have turned out with the fields, Greg. And, um, yeah, as far as the Cup's concerned, it's probably, and certainly in the time I've been involved in Amberley and probably a long time before that, it's probably one of the better Cups I've seen uh, we've ever had, actually. So it's a very competitive one and, a, yeah, really great field. Yep, supported by Rangiora Equine Services, who are pretty close to the track. Uh, da Vinci, Mighty Louie, Franco Marek, Homebush Lad, who just loves the grass. Uh, Cup, uh, yeah, Get Up and Dance, who was well back, fresh up for Bob, but Double Time, who put together back-to-back wins at Marlborough. It's not going to be an easy one to sort out, and I didn't even mention Dalton Shard, Kiss the Girls. They're all capable, aren't they? Absolutely, Greg. Um, I, I went through it myself a couple of days ago and thinking, oh, which ones could you leave out? But I don't think there's one you could. Because actually anyone in that field that wins, um, it, it wouldn't be a shock. It wouldn't be a shock at all. But uh, personally, I like double time. I, I was up at Blenheim watching him um, and the, uh, watching him win his, both days at Blenheim and he was pretty nice. I know it's a step up for him, but um, I mean, what the John Dunn team, or John, Robert and John Dunn team, are just, they're just going they're on fire at the moment. So... Um, but as I say, it's a very, very open field and good luck to be able to pick the winner of that one. All right. What about uh, what can people expect if they come on course on Tuesday? Because you invariably get a big crowd. I, th- I think the weather's going to be bang on. So hopefully uh, they'll turn up in their numbers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Weather's looking really good. Um, looks like it could be around about the 30 degree mark. So make sure you bring out your, your sunscreen and bits and pieces. But yeah, we've got lots and lots, um, yeah, heaps going on uh, with the races, but lots going off the track as well. So we've got the kids' carts, which is always very popular. We've got three heats of the kids' carts. We've got bike giveaways for the uh, under fives, for the boys and girls. We've got a UE boom to give away for the older kids. We've got our lucky horseshoe, which is um, for the kids. There's 15 great prizes here. It's based on the in the bag theme, so let's go pick a bag and they'll get a great prize off that. HR and Z have come to the party and um, they've got their goodie bags, which they've been giving away through their Summer of Harness promotion throughout the summer. Um, we've got over 100 of those. Um, we've also got the Heads and Tails game, which has been really popular all the tracks. Um, basically, it's just a case of turning up. Um, as long as you know the difference between your heads and your tails of a coin, you can walk away with a $250 Prezi card. So a fantastic prize. Um, we've got Neville Barry entertaining the kids. We've got John McCabe, who does um, the, the on-course singing for the adults. Um, Ross and Angela Gordon um, and the fantastic Telfers team. We've got the mystery envelope, which is where you fill a form in your race book. And up for grabs there is a 55-inch Panasonic 4K TV uh, and soundbar. That's first prize. And second prize is a Weber Q, uh, um, 1000 barbecue so that's just two of the prizes of the five that you can win um, in the Telfer's mystery envelope so yeah heaps and heaps on, on course and um, well worth coming out and it's all yep, free. Sounds like, it's all free. Yep, sounds like plenty of good reasons to be there. Rod, thanks for your time Ross and uh, all the best on Tuesday. Yep, cheers Greg, anytime. Thanks mate, thanks.
All right, that's Ross Rennie, accomplished horseman himself, as is the next bloke. He'll laugh when I say that. Dave Branch out of Cambridge. Uh, morning to you, Dave. Yeah, morning, Greg. Yeah, accomplished horseman. Did you like that? That's a nice introduction, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. the reason I'm working in administration, I think. But anyway, move <laughs> yeah, on. Me too. Me too. <laughs> me too. Uh, you would have caught yeah. the action last night out of Melton. The big news, of course, for you and your club, just believe secured uh, by the syndicate that you've put together. Yeah, yeah, it was an awesome night of racing and um, how good that uh, a lot of those, well, all of the big players are in conversations about either confirmed to be coming to Cambridge or... Uh, balls in the air at the moment, talking to slot holders and things like that. So, yeah, it's going to be a really, really exciting next couple of months as we build towards the Night of Champions in April. Yeah, tell me about the negotiations and how, how it went with Jess Tubbs and Greg Sugars and, and this wonderful trotter. I know he got beaten last night, and I suppose the next one that gets into the conversation is Call Me The Breeze because someone will be looking to secure him off the back of uh, his great Southern Star win. But, um, yeah, it, it, it must have been, uh, I suppose, a different side uh, that you've seen in the last couple of years, given you put together the Race Boy Grins. This is a this is a new role. Yeah, for sure. And um, so a bit of, bit of background, I guess. We, uh, we've started a syndicate leasing a few well-bred fillies just to get new people into racing and trained on course by, um, by our local trainers. Uh, as it happened, we were one slot short for the for the trot, so we thought, well, we'll build it into the syndicate. Um, I guess the benefit for us in the, in the end was that a lot of the slot holders have their own horses already uh, for the trot, for the, uh, the TAB trot. Um, so it meant that we weren't actually, I guess, up against many, and um, Jess and that were super keen to come over. So um, that that made it made it easy. And, and you mentioned Call Me the Breeze and um, Yabby Dam actually have a slot in in the TAB trot, so uh, there's every chance that he'll be here as well, which is only going to add to yep. the night. That's massive. The Taylor Street Club Syndicate, is there still spots? There is, yeah. So we've had a lot of interest. Um, I bet you have. From yesterday. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so I think we've got um, sort of between 15, 15 10% still to go. Um, actually, a lot of interest from Australia yesterday, so we've signed up a few that have just jumped in straight away. So... Yeah, it's a, it's a chance to be. I guess it's that sort of once in a lifetime chance um, to be involved in a in a champion on uh, in a five hundred and seventy five thousand dollar race in two months' time. Yep, it's going to be a remarkable night. Uh, we're talking about April twelve. Got that right? 12, yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah. Twelve. Yep. yep. So it's it's not very far away. We're going to have a promotion on the box seat where. There's a trip for four people to uh, to come along and, and be hosted by you guys, so uh, keep an eye out on that. It's on YouTube on a Tuesday night, Wednesday uh, on Trackside. But there's going to be a whole lot more and so many more reasons to come to what's going to be a massive night. The tab trot only adds to that, and uh, if we can get the Hunter Cup winner, uh, Leap to Fame, who was awesome again last night, Don't Stop Dreaming was terrific as well, uh, Better Eclipse, I mean... Yeah, there's there's so many possibilities, and that's part of the intrigue building into these slot races, isn't it? Yeah, um, absolutely. And interestingly, um, compared to other years, we don't have a single horse locked into the race by Grins yet. So uh, all of the slot holders are playing their cards incredibly close to their chest, which is um, which is what it's all about. And I know negotiations, a lot of negotiations are happening in the background, but I think that probably just speaks to the depth. Um, of the field we're going to get, the fact that no one's um, no one's managed to lock anyone in as yet or announce it. So, 
yeah, everything's still to play for, and, and obviously the trot's going to be outstanding, but um, yeah, the race is going to be. And there's, there's real strong talk about Leap to Fame coming, so if we can have him, just believe, call me the breeze, and then taking on all our best horses, it's, it's going to be a very, very special night. What have you got coming up in February? I think you've got a double header later in the month, haven't you? Yeah, so Friday the, I don't have the date. 23rd? 23rd. Friday the yep. 23rd into the, into the Sunday. So, yeah, a few weeks off for us, which is nice after racing every week through December, January. But uh, we're off down to take on Eddington and the coast-to-coast next week. So it's not really, a, not really a break time for us either. No, I was going to get to that. How's the training going? <laughs> I'm going out for my, um, for my last kayak today, do, do a big solid one, and then pack everything up, and we're, we hit the road Tuesday to come down. So, yeah, looking forward to that. Yeah. Uh, look, it's, it's a, uh, having been part of a team who's done it, mate, it's a, it's a great experience. I'm sure you'll really enjoy it and the satisfaction when uh, when you, you get it done. Um, yeah, it's, it's until you do it, it's really hard to describe. So good on you guys getting involved and doing that, and uh, it'll only bring your team a lot closer out of uh, the Cambridge Club. So we can expect plenty more announcements. Best place to go, though, uh, is the Cambridge website, in particular around uh, ticketing, and yeah, it's going to be the place to be. Yeah, for sure. And uh, all of the information about the Taylor Street Club Syndicate's on the website as well. So just head to Cambridge Raceway if anyone's keen to, to jump in last minute into having a share and uh, just believe it. Yeah. In terms of the build-up, uh, race meetings-wise, is, is it any different to the last couple of years? What what are the feature races and, and will some of these horses have a spin around the week or two weeks out? Yeah, so, so last Last year, we had our um, Paces Flying Mile the week before leading into the race by Grins, and we had our Trotters Flying Mile on the Night of Champions. So uh, the big change there this time is that, that both Flying flying Miles will be run as lead-ins um, the week before. So I think we're down okay. to a Thursday night meeting the week before. So yeah, um, there's a big chance. I mean, that race was just as exciting last year as, as the race by Grins. So expecting uh, those two to be pretty cool to watch as well. Yep, that's on the 4th of April leading in uh, to this uh, Night of Champions, which is going to be a remarkable one. Hey, thanks for taking the time out this Sunday morning to have a chat to us, Dave. Congratulations on the announcements uh, this week to the Taylor Street team, and I'm picking that that'll be filled up in the the next couple of days, mate, given what's happened uh, last night at uh, Melton. Uh, Anyone wanting to get involved, go to the Cambridge uh, Trotting Club's website there. Thanks for your time again, Dave. No, listen, thanks, Greg. All right, that's the CEO of uh, the Waikato Bay of Plenty Harness Racing Club based out of uh, Cambridge Raceway. Uh, go to their website, check it all out. It's going to be a superb night, particularly with the quality of horse that we saw race last night. The majority of uh, the big players will be making their way to the Cambridge circuit on not only the 12th, but as you just heard there from Dave earlier in the month on the 4th for the Waikato miles both the trotters and the paces you're with trot store brought to you by hrnz go to hrnz.co.nz short break for us on the other side we're going to catch up with courtney buchanan she's in charge of not only the awards which are coming up in the middle of the new zealand bloodstock sales but also team teal so i want to talk to her about what's coming up with regards to that in the next month in your home straight uh, with Trot's Talk, brought to you by HRNZ. We've tracked down uh, Brent White. Morning to you, Whitey. How are you, Greg? 
Yeah, I'm excellent. Thank you. Three-pronged attack for you. Awamaru today, the Waikawaiiti Cup meeting. Uh, let's go through them. Racebook order. Commander Ben, he's found his mojo. It's a big step up, though, but he's racing really well. Yeah, it is a big step up, Greg. And uh, we were sort of humming and harring whether they were going to line him up. But when the field fell away, we thought, we'll give him his chance and uh, see how he can stand up to this grade. All right, Cherie Tomlinson takes the drive with him at $15. Same price for Lone Wolf and Sarah O'Reilly. Where's he at in your mind? Well, I was real happy with his trip to Nelson and Blenheim and real happy with his runs at um, Blenheim, um, sort of a big field and come wide and hit the line good both days. Um, and it's, uh, one of the owners um, actually sponsors the race. Uh, Gutsy Aiken from Tamuka Transport so yeah it'd be nice for him to go a good race for the boys from Tamuka today Look was it as much about taking him up there and I know you're a massive Nelson Blenheim type of uh, trainer uh, about making him because he's still a work in progress isn't he even though he's had 30 odd starts now he's almost still learning the game Yeah well, he is and, um, but I think his race manners have got better and better. He's uh, pacing real good now, and the stands haven't been too much of a worry for him. So, and I think the further distance sort of suits him. He's sort of done like that quick Addington 20, 26, 27 quarters around the last bend. He sort of gets a wee bit lost in that. So, yeah, I expect him to go. No, I'm not saying he can win He won't be far away. All right, two thirty into a dollar eighty. Forgot you covered. You've had him in great form, and he finally got that win last time. It was in the Riverton Cup. Yeah, well, he deserved it. I thought he's uh, um, four starts coming back from the Invercargill Cup right through have been super, and um, he's had his time down at Blackie's, and as per normal, Blackie does a super job with him looking after him for us. And, um, yeah, we weren't... We're probably looking at the Amberley Cup, to be fair, Greg, and um, and then Tim come to me on Monday and said, well, the way he's rated, we're only 10 behind. So it was sort of like a rung Wendy up, and she was happy for both the horses to go around. So... Um, yeah, that's sort of when the field fell away to such a small field, just what he had to give him a shot again. Yep, and he'll get a great chance. Uh, Two thirty into one dollar and eighty cents. Your other couple of runners, Sassy Star, Franco Messi, either of those, or which one's the best? Um, Sassy Star, I keep tipping her out week in and week out, and uh, Kim listened to the trainer last week, and um, totally, totally, I got her to overdriver, and that was trainer error, no one else's. She listened to what I said, and she launched her, and she blew out the last bit. So. Um, Trots away evenly today, and uh, just get to nicer run, and we just sit a bit longer. Um, she's she's not the worst hope in the world, mate. All right, really appreciate you coming on the show. Thanks, Whitey. Cheers, Greg. Thanks very much. No, no problem at all. That's uh, Team White, Brent, and his son Tim. Courtney Buchanan from HRNZ's joined us on the line. Morning to you, Courtney. Morning, Greg. How are you? Excellent, thank you. Busy time for you. Couple of things we need to talk about. Team Teal's underway. Yes, started um, last uh, Friday, I think it was, Thursday, um, last week. So, yep, it's very busy, and um, the girls have been off to a good start already. I think we've already got four wins on the board, so that's, that's awesome. All right. This has been in New Zealand for about, or oh, I reckon it was about 2018, 2019, somewhere around there. HRNZ denotes, uh, donates $100 every time a female driver crosses the line. There's a number of clubs involved. You've got your ambassadors, the Crystal Hackett's, uh, Nisha Ball, I think, Kieran Tomlinson, Sarah O'Reilly, Kim Button. You've got a couple of trainers this year involved. Yeah, so um, 
the Women's Can Foundation, who um, sort of runs it in Australia, they um, said to us that some of the Australian um, states had some trainer ambassadors and did we want to do that too? And we just thought, oh, well, um, why wouldn't you? You know, um, extra um, awareness out on the track. So we approached um, Nikki Chilcott, who was um, one of our original driving ambassadors, and she was really keen to be involved. And Amber Leatherby um, actually dyed her hair teal last year. So it was a no-brainer to get her involved as well. So it was awesome yeah, to see Ray Jenkins that's quite the commitment. the teal colours. <laughs> It really yeah, was, yeah, yeah. Outstanding. <laughs> you, you've also got uh, the Frocks at the Trots. You've got a number of heats in a final and a pretty good prize too. Yes, we've been really, really lucky to get some awesome sponsorship on board for this. Um, so a huge thanks to the TAB, um, to the Malula Bar Peninsula Resort um, and a few other um prizes for like daycare spas and that sort of thing it's awesome to have everyone on board and we just thought let's bring some let's bring something to try and get some new people to the races um but also support team chill so that's kind of what it's all about um our first heat is it's the Amberley meeting on Tuesday and we've got about 13 um entries so far with some more expected to turn up on the day so really excited to see how that goes all right, you've got your awards too. In the middle of the sales this year, it's Monday the 19th. Tickets are available. Uh, Addington Raceway, I think the doors open just after 5 and the awards kick off at uh, 6 o'clock. Details, they need to get hold of you? Yep, so um, all the details are on hrnz.co.nz. So um, head on there. Tickets, yeah, $130. Or if you're a licence holder under 30, they're just counted to 110 Tickets include a uh, full three-course meal, uh, drinks, drinks package, and a night of entertainment. So, yeah, tickets probably only on sale for another week or so. So, um, yeah, get online to hrnz.co.nz so you don't miss out. All right, it's exciting time. It's a busy time for you. Appreciate you coming on on this Sunday morning, but all of those details are on the website. and hope you enjoy your Sunday. Thanks very much, Greg. Thanks for having me. No, no problem at all. That's Courtney Buchanan. She's uh, the lady who takes care of the Team Teal uh, campaign. If you want to donate to that or follow it, just get on the website. And if you want to go along to those awards, they are on Monday the 19th of February. Big thank you to all of our guests on Trot's Talk this morning. We kicked it off with Matty Williamson. Uh, he's got a massive number of chances there uh, today. Best of those, though, he said, of the stable, race number four, Terra Sancta, who's about a $2.80 chance. Just spoke to Brent White, obviously got you covered his best, but Sassy Star at double-figure odds, uh, also a really big hope. Asian Elvis on an each-way basis for John Morrison. Great to have him on the show as well. The legend that is uh, Richard Taylor. Dick Taylor talked to us about the Waco 80 Club. Uh, magnificent to have him on. He's just a just a great ambassador for our sport of harness racing. So uh, pleased to have him on. Ross Rennie with their club racing. Waitangi Day, Tuesday, the Amberley Club. And you heard about some of the giveaways I've got. And Dave Branch talking about all things coming up for their Night of Champions on the 12th of April. All the details at the Cambridge Raceway website. That wraps it up uh, for us on Trot's Talk, brought to you by HRNZ. Big thank you to producer dude Robbie. We'll be back next week. Matt Markham's going to sit in the chair and talk to you about the Methven Club. It's actually not their club racing. It's the Horrata Club race there next Sunday. So he'll have some good local knowledge for you. Make sure you're tuned in. 11 o'clock next Sunday, that's Trot's Talk. For now, enjoy your Sunday of punting.